This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Noticed him adjusting into the locker room now that we've got preseason play out of the way. What else have you learned about his mentality? Uh, he is a he's a worker. He's re- relentless, tireless worker. Um, his teammates, former and and, and present, uh, love him. I mean, because he's you know he's a, he he shows care for his team. He commits hard. He stays out. You know, just simple little things like staying out for. You know all the shooters that want to stay out after practice. You know that that's an actually a really big deal to the guys that want to shoot more pucks and try to work on scoring is to have a goalie in the net for him the whole time. Uh, so he's very aware of, of you know um, maybe going beyond what he would do and, and help other guys prepare as well. Um, and you know one thing that stood out to me is after we did sign him, the couple of people that did call me from around the league former players that I had or coaches in the league to tell me what a great acquisition, uh, that they just want to see this guy succeed and believe that he can. Uh, so his reputation uh, absolutely preceded himself uh, here. And um, it's easy to see why those guys would have made calls uh, just for no other reason but out of respect for, for him. Now, are you pleased with what you saw training, both training camp and the preseason games as a whole uh, with the progression of your team? Yeah, it's a tricky question because, you know, in the context of what, which is the what is the regular season in the rest of the league. Um, so, you know, we're, we still have a few more practices before the first game. The practices are going to ranch it, ramp up a little bit. Um, you know, every day these guys are, are getting better. Um, last night's game was, you know, we had a lot of guys in the lineup, maybe they won't be with us, but it was disjointed, they were sloppy at times. And I think every team in the league is going to run into that more early on and less later on. So for, for me, am I happy with where we're at? I guess, you know, in many respects, you don't know where you're at because it's in the context of the rest of the league. And, um, so you almost remain neutral, Paul, and just keep pushing our guys, uh, knowing that you're going to have a, you know, uh, like last night's game is a perfect example. You can look at areas that, okay, we absolutely need to work on this. Our players are a little bit rusty in this component of our game. Um, or they don't have quite the sense of objective in this area of the game. And you don't know what areas of the game those are going to be until you get into the regular season. And the entire league, you know, ramps it up. And there's no more non-NHL players playing in the games. And uh, so, you know, you're still on, you're still taking all that information in.
Yeah, no, good, very good question. Uh, how how we would assess things, knowing that their <clears throat> their lineup was very experienced. Uh, you know, I would say, and for us, the challenge for when I look at the video and, and even from the bench, it was it was a challenge. Is you know, when you uh, we play and, and, and teams play a five man unit. It's a unit of five and thinking and processing together up and down the rink, both offensively and defensively, and. When, when I go through the film, we, we had a new player or two in every five-man sequence that was on that ice. And that's enough for a team like that to completely exploit. And you saw that in, in, in segments. Um, you know, so we didn't have the continuity. Obviously, you know, our top four defensemen weren't in the game, and those guys could play 50 minutes for us. Between Samuelson, Power, Darlene, and, uh, and Yokaru, they could play 50 minutes. So... Um, you know, I think, and then, so I think that was a big, big factor last night. But it's a bonus because you can look at, okay, where might the new guys not understand our system, our way of playing? So extreme value in that, that there were mistakes made. And, uh, you know, a lot of individual video with some of the younger players and some of the newer players coming in uh, to resolve that difference of, you know, what's going to be expected of them in each situation as it went up and down the rink last night. Uh, yeah, with with Aspie, you know, he was in the same bracket. There were two brackets at Men's World Championship. I was with the U.S. team, and, and so was Sweden in the bracket in Helsinki, or uh, uh, Yokoharu's hometown. I can't even think of the name of it now, but spend a month there. But I found myself excited for him and Cuzzy because they're playing so well. And I would uh, sit, I'd go watch Sweden, Team Sweden play. Um, obviously, we're in the same ring, so when we weren't playing, they were they were playing and I could watch. And it was, it was you know, uh, very um, interesting to sit up top as his coach and watch him have the success he had. Uh, it was great. Uh, you could see, knowing all the work that this that he's put in and puts in, knowing how intelligent a player he is, uh, he really thrived. He became a, you know, the coaches there on Team Sweden bumped him up to, to I would guess he's the highest minute guy up front, and Dahls was probably the highest minute guy in the back end in that tournament. And that was nice to see a coach that hadn't had him bump these guys up to, to basically star status on that team and give them tons of responsibility, and they didn't disappoint. They, they both were good. And we talked about Aspie. He was great uh, in that tournament. So it was enjoyable to watch, and I couldn't wait to go back and watch him again the next time. And, and uh, it helps you formulate as well, you know, what components of that can transcend then into the NHL. And I think there's a lot still for him that, uh, that will see him become even better NHL player. He's never satisfied. Yeah, he's never satisfied. And we want players that are never satisfied. The last thing I want is a player that's satisfied. And, and so he fits that, you know, uh, kind of objective of ours um, as an organization, guys that are just hungry for more, that want more, that, you know, after last night's game, that, you know, something like that, preseason or not, they're pissed off. I mean, and, and really determined that, you know, something like this doesn't happen with any consistency. I mean, it's, it's you know, you play 82 games, you're going to have bad nights. But you don't want them to, you know, bad to be consistent. And and uh, he's a guy that is, you know, relentless in pursuit of being better. What do you like about uh, Victor 
with Tage and Jeff. I know lines can change, but just yeah. having that skill set with those two guys, yeah. you know, it's something that I know you want them to take a look at it, you know, after yeah, Vic. Vic has has really elevated through his injury last year. We challenge him as coaches. You, you've you've been a player that um, you know we all know as a shooter and position yourself for that shot. And when he had the wrist injury and he had to play thirty games without you know with that superpower nullified basically, we challenge him to okay use these time to find other ways to become effective and he he stepped back i believe and observed other ways to interact with line mates make plays rather than you know being the end of the play where he finishes um and he became a better player and he's so he's he's plays a wiser game but hasn't lost his knack for scoring his sense of where to be and when and timing and through the process, I think he's developed some chemistry with Skinner and Thompson um, to the point where I think it's a real good combination. Uh, as I've mentioned all along, we, we don't have to, you know, we, we have we want to have interchangeable parts. So I also think he can be effective in, with other guys as well. But I do believe, you know, he has, he has added another level of wisdom to his game uh, that fits well with Skinner and Thompson. Are Prisky, Davies, and Clegg, are they going Yes, they are, which would mean uh, being they have to be placed on waivers to to be put to Rochester. So that's uh, the plan, and we'll see where that goes from from that. Obviously, we've got to wait a day once that happens. Uh, to, to if they clear, uh, the plan would be for them to be there. You mentioned how you kind of assess the whole group in a game like last night when there's a bit of an experience gap uh, between the two teams. What about like specifically the goalie position? Uh, Eric had a couple of those games where he was, you know, kind of playing in front of a less experienced group than the opponent. How do you kind of evaluate goalie? Events? Yeah, I, I don't want to evaluate him certainly on goals against a result, but uh, you know, on focus effort, you, you want to make sure he doesn't take a hit of confidence because we're putting him in a, in a, you know, we're putting him in a tough predicament. I mean, we know we're going into Pittsburgh. We knew their lineup was ahead of time, and we left our top four defensemen back. Uh, he, that's a tough situation for a goalie, but uh, my conversations w- with Com through camp was he wanted the road games, be- and he said in his words, I want to play on the road because it'll be against better lineups and it's a tougher game. And it helps me get better prepared for the regular season. I mentioned last night after the game that I don't know that I would have done that with a younger goalie, but having had that conversation uh, with him, he was very comfortable with that, and he wanted that. So he wanted more adversity. Um, You know, he faced a lot of shots that he'll probably not face, not with any consistency uh, in a regular season NHL game. It's just, you know, the breakdowns uh, and breakdown in structure from guys don't know our structure yet was clear and evident when you flip through the film. Uh, so a lot of that will be cleaned up, and I think he's been around long enough to know and sense that. So um, I wanted to reassure him even after the game last night that uh, you know he's going to be successful for us. He's got too many ingredients that point to success to be denied, and 
you know, from us as an organization, as a coach, coaching staff, when that's the case, much like Tage Thompson last year, you have to back them and support them, and they have to know you back them. And, you know, he knows that. He knows, you know, we, we are happy that he's in our organization, and we believe in his ability, and so much that we know he's, he's on the cusp of being way better than he's ever been as an NHL player based on his experience and work ethic combined. What do you think about the idea of, like, you mentioned he's, like, one of the last guys out there almost every single day. He wants all these shots, but he's also probably going to have a bigger workload this year than he's ever yeah. had. Have you had those conversations? No, I haven't had those conversations, but it's 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 interesting you bring that up because it, it's there. You, you always have different concerns as a coach, and so I don't want him, you know, overworked either. And... You know, I, I, I would – I have a concern and thought, you know, is there balance there? I haven't been around him enough, but I keep hearing more about his reputation and watching him about how hard this guy works. And I do believe that you can work to exhaustion, and that's not healthy, especially in a, in a season like this. And then, you know, then the, it's, it's tough on the psyche too when you're tired and fatigued. We all know that just in real life. Uh, so, you know, is there a balance that needs to be met? I don't know yet, but I'm, I'm watching that to make sure – certain he's not overdoing it physically uh, at the compromise of maybe you know not staying fresh mentally you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.